This episode of Country Squire Radio is brought to you by Missouri Meerschaum and ThisPipeLife.com. We thank them for their support of this show, and we thank you for supporting them. You're listening to Country Squire Radio. Welcome to Country Squire Radio. Welcome Country Squire Radio. I'm Bo. And I'm John David. JD. Hey, Bo. Good evening, man. Man, good evening to you, sir. How are you doing tonight? You know, I'm doing great. I'm doing great. It's been fun uh, kind of... Uh, trying out some new software and whatnot, but uh, <laughs> on the old back end of the podcast, but man, uh, man yeah, it's uh, it's doing great. It's been a pretty pretty week up here in uh, in Jackson, Mississippi. Things are uh, pleasant outside, which means the pipe smokers are coming back out of the woodwork, and we're uh, we're excited. Yeah, man, this is uh, gosh, continues to be beautiful weather here for sure. Um, you know, actually, last night I was enjoying a, a bit of a. Uh, a, a fire pit. Uh, we, we busted out the Is old, right? yeah, old uh, iron fire pit and yeah, uh, put some okay. logs on it and everything. Got okay. busted out the pipe and it was, uh, man, it's just perfect. Perfect pipe and fire weather. That, that, that does sound nice. Yeah. I was at a fire pit, uh, thing, uh, maybe. I don't know, maybe three weeks ago, and it was just a little too early. I, yeah. think, I think folks were just kind of jumping the gun uh, just a little bit, but we set a bunch of cool stuff on fire, and that was, <laughs> right. and, that, and, that, and that was great. It's always <laughs> a good excuse to, uh, to smoke your pipe, drink beer, and uh, find things in your backyard that uh, don't have use anymore so that they can be um, you know, turned into ashes. There's, there's a secret arsonist in every pipe smoker, <laughs> really isn't there? Are. Just like, we just want to light something on fire. We had, you know? <laughs> I had some customers, uh, some, some good friends and customers come in today, and they were uh, talking about how they went uh, shooting guns this weekend it's just kind of a hobby of theirs they'll get together as a group and um and go, go shoot range. you know go to the fire range or th- this this particular time they went to some land and they got these little things that when you shoot them they explode and i was like you've got to show me and so he was like <laughs> oh we took video and so i sat down for 45 minutes and just watched videos of things exploding oh, in, in a pasture somewhere it was uh it, it, it was it was fantastic yeah i i, I lived uh, mightily through it today oh, that sounds awesome that sounds <laughs> awesome man we've got uh we got some great stuff by the way that's going on uh here yeah, uh, this upcoming weekend is a big weekend here at the Country Squire. It is, it is, man. This is our third annual Jackson Pipe Night. So, uh, Jackson Pipe Night 2016. Uh, we've got uh, food, drink, live music, tons of door prizes, all kinds of giveaways and things like that. And uh, and uh, most most importantly, our uh, annual Long Smoke competition. Yeah, um, which this year we're competing uh, doing Scottish mixture. Uh, so that'll be our long smoke blend, which would be a lot of fun. And, uh, if, if you're a country square radio listener and you're not able to make it to the event, uh, I would invite you to, you know, you can't be an official part of the event as far as the timing goes and all that stuff and, and competition, but just for fun, yeah, it might be cool if you got, you know, weighed out three grams of Scottish mixture, uh, put it in your pipe and, uh, and maybe send in, uh, send in a time, see how far, see how yeah, long that's you can a, keep that's it That's a great idea. You, know? you may want to, um, so. uh, tap Caleb, see if he wants to do like a, a Periscope or a Facebook Live like during it. I know it's not a bad idea. I, yeah. I want to say it was either a year or two years ago. I actually did a Periscope. I, I yeah. like really I did like the FaceTime thing my entire yeah. 23 minutes, however it was. And it was actually it was a lot of fun for me because people were yeah. logging on and, you know, making comments, giving suggestions. <laughs> and it kind of distracted me enough so that I was able to last as long as I was in the, right. in the long smoke. Right. Um, man, I... I got to tell you something. I got a confession to make. Go ahead. I'm not going to be able to make it this year. What are you doing? It tears me up, especially with some of the prizes that you've got lined up. Yeah, I know. It's really incredible. Yeah, but I, I, um, I, my cousin's getting married 
And it's one of these things where I know I'd like just had a cousin get married and then a sister get married. like oh, my entire family is all getting married this year. It's, it's a wedding. It's man. crazy, man. Yeah. But um, I, I didn't realize that it, that it all coincided at the exact same time. Uh, so I will actually be in Baton Rouge. You can't get her to like, you know, reschedule that or anything. You know, I mean, I feel like if, if isn't it really about me, you know, isn't her wedding? Yeah. Isn't every, I mean, is it all of these people? Isn't all sure. of their weddings really about me and, sure. and what I want to do? I, you, know, I, you I, know, I actually went to a wedding this past weekend uh, and you know, the, microphone went out and it was an outdoor wedding and there were some fountains around kind of uh, where we were mm. and and the back probably 75 percent of the you know congregation or whatever could not hear whatever the pastor was saying <laughs> and so you know and, and it was at that moment that i the only you know the only bit of grace or you know kind of solace i took in that moment was reminding myself that this is not about me right like right, i couldn't right. hear anything like apparently you know occasionally they bowed a couple times so i figured yeah maybe this is where i'm supposed to pray but like you know it, it, we couldn't understand anything but over and all you know they got married uh, we had cake afterwards and and danced to uh, uh, very inappropriate nineties music. So it was great. Hey, there you go. That's yeah. that's about, about <laughs> what wedding and, and, and days look like. And and and, and hopefully uh, th- this is what you'll do uh, this weekend too. So yeah, man, that's great. It's going to be a lot of fun. But I know you guys are going to have an awesome time. Like I said, uh, hopefully Caleb will do something like that because that'll be cool. And I'd love to to tune in. We'll try to, that to get myself. that going. Yeah, that that would be that would be great. We um are are really pleased to announce just the sponsors of this event. And uh, number one, I want to mention our friend Steve Monjour at Monjour International. Uh, Monjour International, they do uh, Brebia Pipes, Ardor, Ronaldo. Ar- Ar- who? Uh, Ardor. Ardor? A-R-D-O-R. That door? Uh, no, not that's not, your door. Not that's our, not our door. door. No, that's that's that's, that's my door. door. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. that's my door. Oh. Right. Uh, our door uh, is a is an incredible Italian pipe brand. Uh, a couple of makers that uh, got together, collaboration of of them, just make outstanding uh, Italian handcrafted pipes. Yeah. And, um, but anyway, Steve has has been nice enough to uh, to actually donate. An Ardor pipe that's like a four hundred dollar Ardor pipe as Dude. a as a grand prize for Dude. this event. So, um, so thankful for that. Our buddies at Rocks Pipes, of course, oh yeah, uh, have um have also done this and um and and they have donated a pipe which is is very beautiful. And then also uh, just new today actually Talk if, about you're, if you're if you're a fisherman about or a fisherwoman, uh, you might be interested in uh, our buddy Hinchos. Um, Hinchos is a custom rod maker a custom fishing rod maker and when i say like custom rod you know i i don't i'm not a fisherman i don't you know i'm not like bo where i appreciate some of the intricacies of this stuff i I enjoy fishing but like like neither of us are fishermen like hinchos no like he like he goes fishing he comes back with fish with with actual fish like he catches that he could like sell in a restaurant exactly like we're talking like deep sea stuff and you know it's nothing for him to go to a pond you know just to a couple miles away of the shop here and you know come back with live fish like in a bucket it's right, just it's ridiculous right. but um but anyway henshows has been making uh, custom fishing rods for a long time and his company uh which is magnolia custom rod uh building um has actually donated a a four hundred dollar custom made fishing it looks rod. gorgeous and it's, it's really gorgeous i'm looking so, at it um, right now yeah it's really really mm. pretty so uh so we're excited about that i want to give a thank you to henshows and uh if you will uh g- just get on facebook and search for uh magnolia it's actually magnolia tuna custom rods we'll share it out on the facebook uh, yeah page. we'll share it yeah, out yeah, but yeah. uh but check that out give him a like especially if you're into to fishing uh, he is, uh, he's just a really great guy, a fellow pipe smoker. Uh, one of those guys that, uh, loves a good pipe, loves a good Virginia tobacco, has a wonderfully thick Chinese accent, um, but masters the English language very well. And, um, you will be blessed to know him and have one of his fishing rods. So man also coming up here the week after that, dude, we're right here. Country Squire. No, not right here. No, we're right. We're right. 
we're right almost there. No, we'll be there. Right. When will it then be now? <laughs> <laughs> what will what will then be, Bo? And where will hair be then? <laughs> New Orleans! Country Squire Radio live from New Orleans! (laughs) It is going to be awesome, guys. Man, it's coming up soon. Yeah, Yeah, just uh, I think if I'm doing my math right, that's two weeks away. October 22nd, that's going to be 4 p.m. at the Cigar Factory on Decatur. Guys, it's a wonderful, wonderful location. Those of you who were with us for the New Orleans Pipe Show last year, it's the location where we had the big after party. Uh, We will be there. We will be set up. There will be a table. It will have our... Our logo on it. Uh, there will be smoke everywhere, just like there is. Just right like there now. is right now. <laughs> it's going to be absolutely incredible, uh, and you're definitely going to want to be there. So, if you've not yet made your plans, uh, now is the time. Uh, we 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 finally have a place to stay. Which we is do. Good. We do. Yeah, it's a yeah. solid. Yeah. I'm still planning on going up a night ahead of time, and I don't have a place to stay on that night. Yeah, ahead but of time. you know, you're you're a local more or less. We'll figure, you'll figure it out. It out. Yeah. I, you know, I that's figure, easy for you. Worst case scenario, I'll just you know, I, I know the the safe spots to sleep on the street. I'll be all right. Yeah, but. but uh, uh, un, un, Unfortunately, you don't always know the safe places to park. Although you might better well, this year than you did last yeah, year. Yeah. yeah. See, see, see the New Orleans Pipe Show podcast and those that followed for that story. Yeah. But yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Again, that's October twenty second. The New Orleans uh, Country Squire Radio live from New Orleans. It's going to be a blast. Really looking forward to it. Uh, hey, I, I did want to make mention of something before we start getting into uh, more of the the traditional show, as it were, uh, and that is just to kind of update you guys on on. Uh, just a little housekeeping. Um, so uh, we mentioned it last week, I believe on the podcast, you heard a little taste of, of some of the things we were dealing with. Those of you who are tuning in now for the live show, uh, who tuned in last week, you know exactly what I'm talking about. But uh, we've been going through some some technical changes that have been kind of forced upon us, uh, both on a video and an audio level, actually. So the the video-wise, uh, YouTube has kind of switched from their Google Hangout to YouTube Live. And in so doing, they've taken away a lot of the the, uh, the service that they've used in the past to support broadcasters. Uh, and, and now we're kind of relying upon additional software that we've been testing out. Uh, many of you actually tuned in both to Facebook Live this week or last week as I've been testing out uh, how it works on Facebook Live. You tuned in for the YouTube channel. Y'all gave me f- feedback. And I want to say, by the way, thank you to all of you who, who did that, who were kind enough to jump on in the middle of your day and say, yes, you know, you're coming in loud. You're coming in soft. It's not working. You know, that, all, all that was so helpful. And I just personally want to say thank you to those of you who were able to do that. Um, but also just to let you know, we we're still kind of powering through. Hopefully tonight everything is going smoothly, but it's still a pretty rough process to make it happen. Um, so I just want to, I just want you to be aware of that because in the future, as we kind of figure this out, we may need some help. Um, yeah, more, more on that in, in the future. The other thing that I also want to kind of update, uh, everyone on is that, uh, Country Squire Radio, the, the, the podcast, just the podcast, right? Has been doing really, really well. We've yeah. got so yeah. many great listeners, uh, in the last few months, especially. We've had a, a significant uptick in listeners as well. So a lot of you guys are finding the podcast. Which is awesome, uh, and also kind of slowing down the server. <laughs> and <laughs> what so, a great problem to have! Yeah, it's 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 all really great stuff. But uh, but anyway, we're we're so all, hopefully all that to say, hopefully there's going to be no future interruptions of service, so to speak. But um, anyway, as we tech support some of the things in the coming weeks, if things are weird, and I don't know what things are, but uh, if they are weird, that is why. 
and I'm working on it. Yeah, so. but, and just bear with us. You know, yeah. obviously the Country Squire Radio family is, uh, you know, very generous and gracious and all those things. If they've we, been listening to this for this time, we know they've got to be gracious. Gosh, if they made it for through the first <laughs> five episodes, man. Oh, they, they're still they're like, still hidden. They need to be canonized. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah. So we, uh, but but we do appreciate your feedback. Mm-hmm. And uh, Bo, you know, obviously this is all well above my pay grade and knowledge base and all that. <laughs> but Bo works really hard on this kind of stuff and. Um, thanks for, thanks for bearing with us. If you are a podcast listener, um, you know, we solely and, and have not really tuned in for the live show, you know, we encourage you at some point to do that, you know, and again, bear with us as we kind of get this figured out. You you might tune in next time and it might be a little different from the following time you tune in, but, um, the live show is a lot of fun. We get the opportunity to, um, you know, interact with y'all on a live basis, uh, which is great. Obviously we use Twitter a lot for that kind of thing, but, um, I, I don't know. It's just a fun peek behind the curtain, I think. And Bo, Bo and I both have a lot of fun doing that. So uh, we invite you to, to check us out on um, when we record live. We certainly used to, didn't we? We used to have so much fun with that. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> this part is no, it's great. It's coming back, dude. It's this part back. is great. It's the technical <laughs> stuff beforehand. It's just a nightmare. Nah, right you now. get that worked out. We'll get it all worked out. Uh, well, you know, you know what helps me as I'm getting things ready for this show? Especially when you need to concentrate, kind of get go- zoned up for it. You know, I got to get, yeah. I got to get jacked up. I got to get ready man i yeah. need to get woken up in the best way to get woken up be it in the morning or yeah. at six o'clock at night yeah bean fruit coffee bean fruit coffee man yeah locally brewed or locally roasted here in uh in jackson mississippi that's right man um and our, our good friend paul over there at bean fruit obviously a big time coffee nerd he's one of those people that uh if you're a you know a, a tobacco connoisseur it's going to be your equivalent on the coffee side but uh paul is really concerned about you know the product that he puts out and uh, and we believe on it in it too, obviously, and so wanted to partner with them. But um, but what's the website? It's beanfruit.com. Is that beanfruit.com? And we encourage you to use the code CSR for five percent off when you check out. Uh, you know, I mentioned it last week. I'm going to mention it again. I'll probably mention it again for all eternity. But if you have not checked out their old route number four, uh, oh my gosh, it is it is the way coffee ought to taste. Oh yeah, I make you slap your mama. It's That's amazing. Yeah. So definitely check that one out. Old route coffee or old route number four at beanfruit.com. Use the code CSR at checkout for. Five Five percent off. Now, as Yoda said, "Size matters not. <laughs> Judge me by my size, do Ooh. you?" And that Ooh. is something that I'm sure, in terms of you know, <laughs> does size matter? That's a question that is sure. probably on the minds of uh, many pipe connoisseurs as they peruse their local tobacconist. They yeah, see sure. these massive bowls, or, or or you know, these kind of nice medium bowls, but with the long church ward and everything yeah. else. Yeah. But but what about? What about the tiny guys? Yeah. What about the little pipes? What about what about the ones that you know a, a hobbit would pick up and think it was like a church warden, or a hobbit might pick up and think it was like this massive calabash? But but to the to the average individual, to the average, it's a little it's a small little side, thing, right? Yeah, it's a little. It's, <laughs> did you ever see the the Portlandia? You ever watch Portlandia? I, I didn't. I've heard a lot of great stuff about it, and obviously get kind of the you know the theme of it. But yeah, I've never watched. There's, there's a sketch they do where there's this uh, Fred Emerson plays a uh, a little guy, and he's 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 just he's just a little guy and like you know whenever he's doing something everybody's like oh he's like no no it's okay i'm just a little guy that's cool i got little hands little ears i'm, I'm just a little guy and just, that's that's what these pipes are they that, just got a little guy that's right that's right <laughs> we wanted to talk about small pipes tonight you know we we devote uh several episodes of the show to different pipe shapes and uh you know we've talked about different brands and things of that nature but um you know we, occasionally we have pipes that come through the shop that 
just it seems like there's a there's a constant stream of people coming in looking for a certain thing. And um, recently, it's been this small pipe, a, a tiny pipe, and uh, and so that's something we just kind of wanted to look at and kind of unpack. Um, you know the the world of small pipes, and and really what we're going to do tonight is just describe a few, tell you about uh, some of the things that are on the market, and uh, tell you some of our favorites and our experience with them. But um, but we've been really pleased with uh, you know just just seeing this kind of resurgence of small pipes come through, and uh, and and thought we'd uh, thought we'd look into that some. So. Yeah, you know, okay, so so it, it kind of came about as we were uh, talking about different. Uh, corn cob pipes actually, and you, you kind of right. held up this little tiny corn cob pipe that honestly could have been a keychain. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> and you do see them that small from yeah, time occasionally to time. you do. Yeah. Uh, but but as actually I was talking to Caleb before uh, you know before the, the the shop closed and we were talking about uh, small Caleb pipes. the intern. Caleb the intern. Right. Uh, he actually busted out a couple of his and and kind of showed me some of his his favorite pipes and he said he's really into them. Uh, and that's a, it's interesting to me to to kind of learn a bit that in fact this is something of I mean. Is fad the right wordage here? I, I don't know if it's fad, but th- there there certainly is a popularity level there that exists that um, it, where it's become um, I, I don't know just more of a buying uh, or a, or a buying preference maybe for the past several years, and I, I think that's you know indicative of other periods of time too. You think about the seventies and eighties, and uh, a lot of times when I think of pipe smokers from those eras, I think of these huge, huge, uh, you know. Uh, ben Wade's or you know uh, Eric Nordings or things mm-hmm. of that nature, just huge pipes that uh, you know where it's just real kind of gaudy almost, and um, you know lots of big free hands and swirls and you know asymmetrical designs and things of that nature. But um, and and more recently today, um, you know we obviously sell a lot of those pipes still, but there are you know it is that increasing amount of folks that come in and uh, and want the small pipe, yeah. and so. Um, so anyway, uh, like Caleb, uh, you know, have become kind of enamored with those and have really, really enjoyed those. So, um, so yeah, we thought we'd just take a look at that a little bit tonight. Uh, obviously, there are a lot of reasons to prefer a tiny pipe. Um, and just a few of those, obviously, is the portability. Um, you know, with such a small pipe, you've got just the ability to uh, either put it in your pocket. It fits nicely in a roll-up mm-hmm. or in your um, pipe combo pouch or something like that. Uh, so real, real easy to, to tote around with you. Um, also, for those of us that work a lot, um, a pipe like this is great because you can clench it in your teeth, obviously, really easily. Right. And yeah. so, you know, you're just not putting a lot of pressure on your gums or on your on your teeth there. And uh, it just doesn't take a lot, even with the straight pipe like this little Stanwell we'll talk about later. Um, you know, it doesn't take a lot of pressure to hold that pipe up. So, um, you know, because it's, it's just so light. So. Um, obviously there's short smokes typically, you know, a pipe, uh, you know, that has a smaller chamber is not going to offer as much of a smoke, although that can have some uh, exceptions as well. We'll talk about that. Um, but, but then there's the other hand, the other side, which you kind of touched on, you know, with the whole concept of, uh, well, this might be a small pipe, but to hobbit, it might be a big pipe. You know, there's a lot of folks that, uh, you know, maybe it just fits in their hand better. You know, it it fits in their, in their hand a little, a little more easily. And so, um, you know, it's one of those things that uh, is just kind of a personal fit preference. So uh, I always laugh about the customers I've got. And, and I've become more this way even myself that, uh, you know, before they buy a pipe, they'll come in the shop, they'll, they'll ask to see a pipe. And then before they purchase it, they'll actually just hold it in their hand 
for about, mm, you know, even mm-hmm. even 10, 20 minutes, you know, people would just go sit in the lounge over there and actually just hold the pipe in their hand and see how it fits. That's you know, good. it's yeah. kind of interesting. It's like walking around the shoe store with your shoes on a little yeah, bit, yeah. you know, just kind of seeing how it fits. And it's like, you know, they'll just go sit in the chair and just kind of hold it. You know, you see them switch hands and kind of hold it in different, uh, d- different, uh, you know, palm directions and all that kind of stuff. And, uh, I don't know. There's something interesting about that. And I, I think for those of us with, uh, you know, smaller hands, uh, you know, sometimes you want to want to tiny your pipe. You know, that's that's true. I mean, if you think about where the pipe is probably going to be the majority of the time that you're enjoying it, it's it's going to be in your hand. So, I mean, like if it doesn't feel good, I, you know, I think about one one pipe in particular, I believe I've referenced on the show that I've got where, um, you know, I, I loved it. I thought it was beautiful. It was actually given to me as a gift. I had, I had asked for it. And then when I got it, as I held it in my hand, there's this one p- place on the base of it yeah. where it's rusticated to the point where it's just this little jagged edge that I've sliced my finger on twice. <laughs> and it's one of these things where I didn't, you know, I didn't pick it up and kind of, you know, feel yeah. it and make sure that like it yeah. was a good. Might a be good time fit. for a little, uh, little sandpaper on that side or something. Can you do that? Hey, we'll figure it out. Okay. All right. I might, I might just take, give it to you and see what you can make, make happen with it. Oh, we'll, we'll, yeah. Re- results may vary. <laughs> Fair, enough. Fair enough. Um, but yeah, you know, another thing too about, uh, you know, these tiny pipes is a lot of folks, uh, you know, it's kind of a fashion statement thing as well. As much as we might like to, um, I don't, I don't know, ignore this or, you know, not, uh, acknowledge it. You know, when, when you're smoking a pipe, we talked about this before, you're, you're making a fashion statement as soon as you decide to smoke a pipe. Right, and so, right. Um, and, and for guys, it's kind of funny, you know, but they're, you know, we very intentionally in the shop, uh, right, right up front and center have a mirror that you can, uh, you know, you can put the little sleeve over the end of your pipe and, and put it in your mouth and kind of see how it feels mm. and, um, and, and go to the mirror and, and try it on and see how it looks. And that's, that's important. But, um, for a lot of guys that are, smaller frame i've noticed this that small frame guys and and shorter people uh tend to like pipes that have that kind of more uh you know even for a for a man uh something that's more um svelte and uh dainty elegant might be a word something that's just got more of a small frame dainty and very manly yeah dainty extremely manly right (laughs) um but you know think about um you know just something that that would just fit your uh, kind of profile easier. So. Yeah, it's interesting. So yeah. like the slimmer guy might go for the slimmer pipe. Because yeah. like I'm a short guy, but I don't typically go for a slim pipe. Yeah. Just because it, it, I don't know. Like I, I guess I, I kind of, I never thought about it this way, but I do kind of tend to look in general for a pipe that kind of, you know, it may not be very long, but it's a little bit wider, yeah. which is kind sure. of about where I fit. I'm not too, <laughs> I'm not too tall, but I'm kind of, you know. <laughs> You're not wider. Well, not wider. Well, you went through a season where you were, but you know. I got, I got, uh, what do you call it? Broad shoulders. That's, oh yeah. Oh, got big bone. Right. Something go. like that. Well, yeah. Not big bone. Come on. <laughs> Everybody knows what that means. Well, it's, um, it's kind of neat. Obviously we, um, you know, back mid-century, you know, one of my uh, favorite pipes is a small, uh, petite little Dunhill, and uh, and and this was a pipe that was uh, actually bought it off uh, one of our customers several years ago. But um, you know, probably group group two, maybe. But it, it's one of those pipes that's um, from back in the day where you know they just you know you didn't have to have a big flashy pipe for it to be all that fancy, and uh, and and it's a pipe that will teach you how to smoke a pipe too, because mm. small pipes are. 
are great. The thing about small pipes, regardless of how good it is or how the how good the briar is or um, you know uh, the the grain or anything like that, typically smaller pipes are going to get a little hotter on the bowl. Right. And so because you just don't have as much uh, you know kind of meat to work with there on the on the rim of the pipe. So um, and and one thing I, I love the guy that sold me that pipe, he actually you know looked at me and he said, "This is the kind of pipe that will teach you how to smoke a pipe mm. because." Um, you know, basically, you can you can heat that little joker up really quick. Now we're talking about a Dunhill back from the age where you know the briar was ancient and they oil cured it. You know, all the you know to the you know the way they did back then, which is you know probably different than it is now, and and all those things. And so um, you know, and and still then the pipe would kind of heat up. And so it's like you know you just you learn to puff and sip a pipe like that slowly, which right. I think is really nice. So, um, but anyway, we've got uh, kind of a. Uh, resurgence in this and and we wanted to look at a few a few um that i thought we'd talk about tonight i don't have any of these with me tonight uh right the the uh ones we'll talk about first but i i I have to mention the peterson pipes um peterson obviously a fan favorite they're um you know when you first get into pipe smoking uh, a lot of folks you know they're googling around and they want to Hmm. Uh, you know, find that perfect brand that kind of uh, is a quality pipe, but not something that they're going to spend just uh, thousands of dollars, hundreds of dollars on or whatever to to get into the pipe world. And, uh, and you know, Peterson is where a lot of folks land. And, uh, and, and Peterson has a great line of pipes and they're, they're called their, um, well, I don't even know if it has a name, but it's just kind of their tiny pipe series. And there's, there's three pipes in that series, the Calabash, the Tankard, and the Belgique. And what, what's funny, yeah. None of those names speak tiny to me. Right, yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't know about Belgique, but Tankard and Calabash just yeah. tend to... It sounds like a chunky pipe, yeah, right? Yeah, When you think of Calabash, yeah, you think yeah. of like a big gourd Sherlock Holmes pipe, right? right? But um, but yeah, the, the Calabash, Tankard, and Belgique, these are um, tiny pipes, um, and they're typically going to be somewhere around 25 grams each. But uh, they're very, they're just very small and, um, you know, big enough, uh, basically the diameter of the bowl for a tamper to go down in, which is really nice. But um, <laughs> they're just great. They're uh, they come in a smooth and rusticated version. Um, and, and one thing I really appreciate about what Peterson has done here, um, you, you know, uh, as pipe prices have gotten more inflated, you know, you've got a lot of companies that have gone out of the market and, um, and the existing companies that have, uh, you know, been committed to, you know, making quality pipes, they're wanting to distinguish themselves. And so their, their quality is going up, but also their prices are going up and some of these things. Um, Peterson has been, you know, for whatever you want to say about Peterson pipes, like they've been pretty consistent on their pricing of their small pipes. And the Belgique, uh, Calabash and Tankard, uh, last time I checked, all continued to retail for under a hundred dollars, which is really saying something wow. um, in, in the modern pipe world. So, um, you know, we, we, we like that and appreciate it and think it gives folks a good opportunity to, to get a pipe that's smaller, uh, you know, for obviously from a reputable company without breaking the bank. So, I mean, size wise, we're talking like, you know, five, like what, 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 yeah, we're, uh, ta- we're probably talking like a four and a half inch pipe, something like that. Okay. Yeah. All right. Sounds yeah. good. I'm, I'm just trying to visualize, of course, what we're, yeah. um, it, it's, it's about the size of the Savinelli here that we'll talk about in a minute. Maybe, okay. maybe right. a little yeah, smaller. Yeah. yeah. A little, gotcha. little smaller frame. But, um, but anyway, I, I definitely would point people to that if you want a small pipe that would be a good starter, kind of tiny pipe just to give your, give yourself a, um, uh, you know, the ability to check that out. The Belgique is kind of nice. It's my favorite. It's, uh, it's kind of a, almost a cutty shape. It's got a little, mm. uh, canted forward with a, 
kind of a, a bulbous bottom, and then the um, you know the shank comes out just above the bottom there a little bit. But uh, real real nice little shape. Every time we get one, it flies out of here. But uh, just an elegant small pipe. So I do like those cutties, man. Those are those are cool they, looking pipes. They're really growing on me. You know, yeah. it, it was a shape that I wasn't a huge fan of to be honest for years, and then uh, for. For some reason, I just started seeing a few that you know kind of kind of tugged at me a little bit, and I, <laughs> yeah. I I've uh, I, I don't know I've really really come to fall in love with them. Dude, that has been my experience with pipes in general. Like, I know right? most yeah. most of the pipes are like well I never I never want that kind of pipe. Like over time, as I look at them, I'm like man that looks pretty. <laughs> and now I own five of them. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right, 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 right. <laughs> be careful. I know, right? Um, next, I want to talk about you know obviously the uh, the Savinellis, and, and of course everyone knows that is familiar with the Country Squire. We're a Savinelli shop. We've mm. always been a Savinelli shop. We're you know, committed to, uh, committed to their products, but, but they have a really great pipe that is new within the last few years. It's called the Petite line. Um, and the Petite series has become, uh, it's probably our third or fourth best selling Savinelli that we carry here in the shop. It, it, you know, when we get them, they tend to move, um, and, uh, and they are, you know, just wildly popular, but, uh, the Petite, uh, a great, great little pipe. They're going to average around 25 grams. I've got the Cuddy here. This is a number 402 if you'd like to go check out, check it out, the, the shape number. It's a pretty pipe. And it's beautiful, yeah. Uh, Caleb the Intern has one. He was showing it to me earlier. He does, he does. He's actually got the billiard version. This is right. his pipe right here. Well, what, what's um, consistent from, I, I don't know if it's consistent in the series, but definitely consistent between these two, yeah. is the way, I mean, it's rusticated and carved. Yeah, is that it, how you de- this describe is, that? The, what they've done on the, uh, on the rustic uh, textured version of these pipes is almost done like a like a wired uh, like a like a wired rustication on this, but it's sideways. A lot of times you see those corduroy finishes that right. go up and down, but uh, this has almost got more like a like a beehive look. It's really really it's interesting so cool. and it's stunning. Yeah, it, it's very stunning. Uh, it almost uh, on the newer models, it almost looks like what they've done is they've stained it. Uh, darker, mm. and then actually mm-hmm. sanded some of that off, so you can see kind of light, uh, light touches here and there, uh, all the way around. So just a real beautiful kind of uh, dark uh, brown to black color, just really, really nice, um, with a nice, uh, you know, brass band Gosh, there on the yeah. on the middle. But um, the Savinellis are going to start uh, the petite line around one twenty five, all with um, a pretty slim bowl. All, all of them are going to have uh, tiny bowls. Um, and, and of course, this pipe, uh, you'll be pushing it to fit uh, three grams of tobacco in here. <laughs> right. I, I mentioned three grams because that is the uh, standard for long smoke competitions. So, uh, you know, this weekend when folks come to the come to the long smoke, they'll be you know issued their three grams of pipe tobacco, um, and that will be the you know competition amount. Uh, and and it, this pipe will struggle to get three grams in the bowl, uh, but it, but it will fit. One thing I I want to mention, which is really fun. Uh, of course, this this one here is the Cuddy version. It's the uh, what I say the four o two. Uh, but it also comes in a billiard version, which is really pretty. There's a Man. bent billiard and a straight billiard, and the the straight one is the 105. It looks like. And um, is that one yours? Th- this is Caleb's. Um, That's Caleb's. This is Caleb. He let he let us keep it tonight for um you know for that the show. Dangerous. But um yeah I know right. He may not get it back. <laughs> um, what's cool, even though three grams will struggle to fit in the bowl of this pipe. Right. This is the exact pipe that Caleb won last year's long smoke competition. Yeah, with. man, I was gonna, I was gonna ask you about that because he was saying that that having a tiny bowl yeah. is actually a pretty significant little boost he, in that in that way. I for some reason it allowed him to uh, just keep better tabs on the you know the. It, it, his pipe being lit or not, you know, right, so right. he was kind of just able to really get a real good, 
uh, rhythm going there. And I remember last year seeing Caleb smoke this pipe. I mean, this this pipe weighs literally 24.6 grams, you know, and, and it's got a tiny bowl. And, and Caleb kept this pipe lit for 58 minutes. The um, We had the doors open last year. It was kind of a strange event because of the weather. And so uh, the times last year weren't as weren't as long as they were the year before. Um, but he, he kept this pipe uh, lit for 58 minutes. And, uh, you know, there's just something to be said about kind of, you know, being able to nurse a pipe. I remember looking over at him and, you know, his eyes were closed and you could kind of tell when he uh, <laughs> would, would, would uh, you know, focus in and realize he needed to puff a little harder uh-huh. or maybe not as, maybe not as fast or, he, I mean, he was, he was in the zone, you know. Um, but anyway, Savinelli just does a great job. These come in uh, the Cuddy, the Billiard, an Apple and a Brandy, uh, which are, which are really nice. So going to start around 125. Uh, they'll kind of go up from there. You've got a blonde rustic version, uh, which is a little more expensive. You've got a dark smooth version and a light smooth version. Um, the light smooth version, I think, uh, tops out around 170, 180. So, um, what's funny, you know, you'd think, oh, small pipe, small price, right? But a lot of times uh, that's not the, yeah. not the case, particularly for Savinelli. You know, these are folks that, you know, are kind of snobs about the quality of their briar. And so, um, you know, you've got, they, they, they've got to, you know, take pretty good briar to make a durable pipe that's going to be in this small frame like this. So, um, we've had good success with them and, and really like them. Are the apples in this uh, same series, are they also with the, the texture like that? Yeah, the rusticated version is, yeah. Yeah, okay. all the rustication on the on the pipes in this series are, are the do same. A little research yeah. on that one. Yeah, check That's it out. Gorgeous. It's kind of hard to describe. You know, if you think of a sandblasted pipe uh, with kind of a, um, you know, rigid-looking uh you know, outline on the on the exterior of the pipe, and then you've got uh, a corduroy finished pipe, which kind of has uh, where someone's taken like a razor wheel and and basically um, you know made slices up and down all around the pipe. This is almost like uh, slices going uh, around the bowl of the pipe, uh, like uh, circular. It's kind of kind of interesting. So hard to describe it, but Google Savinelli Petite Rusticated, and you'll you'll get a good idea of what yeah. we're talking about here. Very cool. So, um, what what Savinelli noticed is that they uh, we're selling so many of these doggone things that they actually decided to come out with this same pipe in the Punto Oro. And the Punto Oro is, of course, uh, one of their, you know, top grade pipes. It's not a freehand pipe. It's one of their machine made pipes, but it's, it's their top grade briar. And so this hmm. is the stuff like they put back for the good stuff. And Interesting. They, they were selling so many of these doggone petites. They were like, well, let's make some petites in the Punto Oro line. Uh, and so you can actually buy those now and they start, uh, I think around maybe 180, something like that, uh, which is which is really, really nice. Yeah. Um, what you've also noticed Savinelli do, because they've seen an increase in request for these smaller pipes, is um, they're, they've taken their autograph line. Uh, autograph, of course, is Savinelli's line where they, you know, it's all handmade, you know, by the artisans there at Savinelli. They take, you know, some of their, you know, best briar um, and, and just go, you know, go crazy on it. And um and they've taken the autograph line and and made some smaller versions of it and they refer to those as the mignon and and the mignon the um, filet mignon the, it, it is it's like a little <laughs> petite filet uh but but it but it's it's a great a great little pipe and basically you're talking about 
a um, a very lightweight pipe that has the same uh, attention that was paid to a full autograph, but um, but you know obviously in a smaller frame, those will start around two eighty, two seventy five, two eighty, and go up. Uh, you know, it literally as much as you want to pay on on those. Man, yeah, you know it is interesting, right? So the pipe world kind of goes the same way as everything else, right? Technology keeps getting smaller and smaller and smaller yeah. and more expensive and more expensive. <laughs> and so, so so like you say, size you know small size does not necessarily equal small price. That's Although right. you know those That's aren't right. those really aren't that bad prices for like that quality of briar you, you, you think about what you're getting you know as far as a you know savinelli or peterson product and um you know these are the same kind of pipes that literally walk in three generations after being passed right. down yeah, you know right. uh in into a shop like this you know mm-hmm. when people come say hey i've got this old pipe that you know my uncle and my grandfather owned like what t- tell me about it and um you know i, I love that so uh, you know we, we hear that all the time from folks like peterson and savinelli and part of that's the longevity of the brand i mean think about the fact that like you know in gen- like two generations from now somebody's going to be coming in with a rocks pipe or isn't that or, crazy or any one of like yeah. you know we, we live in this time where you know you go to the chicago pipe show or, or you know any of these pipe shows and you're going to see tons and tons and tons of pipe carvers yeah so that the tobacconist of you know uh of the year 3000 is, <laughs> you know what i mean like is, is going to have to like they'll be trying to research these uh you know whatever pipes it's yeah. like oh yeah, yeah that was uh that was an interesting era era when like you know they, like it'll be almost you you know, some some of these little you know these micro carvers are going to be really difficult to kind of identify. That's right. Yeah, that's that, right. That's just that I don't know. That just hit me in kind Strange, of a strange way. It? Yeah. yeah, we we are going to be the uh, I don't know the research project of someone in seventy five years. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. There was this little um, little little podcast. Uh, yeah, <laughs> the early days of podcasting. <laughs> um, a couple others I'll mention just before we get off uh, off the. The topic, but I've got a um, a Stanwell. Stanwell has a really wonderful mm-hmm. line called their Featherweight series, and uh, what they've done. Typically, their Featherweight's going to be a little heavier than what you might see uh, with the Savinelli and Peterson, but uh, they'll be between twenty five and thirty grams. Um, and you've got just a very small frame bowl. This is kind of a prince shape uh, that definitely has a Danish flair. Of course, Stanwell, you know, traditionally a Danish design uh, company. And, uh, and it just a very small frame pipe, real light, a uh, nice saddle bit on that. And they come in a variety of shapes and, and finishes, but that's, uh, this is a, let me see if I can find a shape number on this. This is a 242 in a, uh, red Stanwell featherweight. And one thing that's distinct about though, that one, as opposed to the ones that you just had is that yeah. the bowl is actually pretty, you know, in terms of the, the rim of the bowl is actually pretty thick. Yeah. Uh, despite yeah. the fact that it is such a short bowl. That's right. That's right. Yeah, they've left a pretty good bit of, um, of you know, I guess, meat on the outside of the bowl there. And I, I think that probably, you know, is a good reason why the pipe is a, a little heavier. Yeah. So, um, a, a pipe I have to mention is the, um, the I, I believe you call it the it, Iturin pipe. Uh, I probably butchered that. But this is made by Suge. Now, Suge, of course, has gotten into, um, you know, mass-produced, uh, machine-made pipes, but they are all hand-finished and they're all beautiful. And uh, and we've we've had a lot of success with them. Of course, it's got this beautiful bamboo accent here, but um, the Suge pipe, it's the Itcherin, and it has such a tiny bowl, you can't even fit a tamper into I, it. I wanted to ask you about that. <laughs> you can literally not fit a regular, you know, standard pipe nail into this pipe. And so, um, you know, it, it almost... I, I dare I say it kind of looks like an opium pipe, like something that you it might, you does. know what I mean? Yeah. 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 I mean, not that I would know. Yeah, you no, know, I wouldn't either. I've just read, you know, enough history books to, yeah, yeah, to know. Yeah. <laughs> but, but you've, uh, you've just got a really tiny pipe with a, just a very tiny bowl. Uh, actually the, um, the width of the, 
uh, kind of rim around the bowl is as thick as the bowl is wide. So, I mean, it's just very, very interesting there. But um, this pipe retails for 120 and uh, just a real nice uh, small bowl pipe. And as long as this pipe is, it's, uh, I, I think, maybe six and a half, seven inches long, something like that. Um, a tiny, tiny bowl, and this pipe only weighs 19.8 grams. So, uh, <laughs> oh, wow. of, of all the pipes I, I've, you know, talked about tonight, it is actually the um, the lightest. Is that a, is it a Morta or is that? Uh, no, it's Briar. It it's, it's a sandblasted Briar. Okay. Yep. Gosh, that, so, is dark. that is dark. Yeah. Yeah. They did a really good job. And I, if y'all aren't familiar with the new uh, Suge pipes, I, I say new, they've been out for a while, but, uh, you know, they're starting to come online more and more. You're seeing them in retailers more and more. And, um, if you're looking for a bamboo pipe that isn't going to break the bank and, uh, and something that's just going to look really fantastic, I, I really encourage you to look at these Suge pipes. I, I think the thing I'm most impressed with on the Suge's is their stem work. The stem work on these things are just they're just amazing. They use really high quality ebonite stems. They just sparkle. Um, they're they're just cut really well. I don't know. I, I'm I'm just very impressed with that. So, but that that's just aside and and aside. Excellent selection of uh, tiny pipes that you've got here, man. Uh, and really, really great to kind of uh, hear a little bit about the benefits of, of this particular size and style and that sort of thing. Caleb's experience, I think, probably speaks to a lot of folks who are uh, potentially interested in long smoke competitions. Hey, if you've got a long smoke competition coming up. I mean, if, you know, if, if you don't like have a dedicated pipe and it's like the one that you won last year on, right. maybe, maybe get yourself a small pipe, maybe use one of your smaller bowls and see if that doesn't help you. His, his argument was that since there was so little tobacco, or since the tobacco was so compact in there, uh, it, it burns slower, which I would have thought it would work to the other way around. Well, yeah. Or maybe it just stays lit easier. Okay. I, I, don't, I don't know. You yeah, know, that but, makes sense. Uh, for whatever reason it worked and he, um, you know, he crushed it on that. I, he actually, uh, we He's been practicing, and other folks have been practicing with the Scottish mixture this year for this year's long smoke. And he um, he kept his petite lit uh, the other day, I think, for fifty one or fifty two minutes. So he, you know, if he competed again this year with Dude. the same pipe, he'd be right right in the hunt. Once the intern, so. I mean, like he's gonna he's gonna graduate from intern like at a rapid speed at that rate. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah, that's incredible. Yeah. That's incredible. Well, you know what else is incredible? Man, the Mr. good pipes and the good people. At Missouri Meerschaum. At Missouri Meerschaum. Yes, absolutely. Now, Missouri Meerschaum, if you've been listening to this show for quite some time, you know they make exceptionally fine quality corncob pipes. And, uh, you know, we're talking about pipes that you need to have kind of, you know, as part of your collection. Maybe you need a tiny pipe. Uh, and, and maybe you want to try something uh, a little on the corny side. <laughs> I mean, can I say that? Waka waka. Look, it's a, it's a corncob pipe that we have sponsoring this show. And it is apropos because... What do you even call this thing? It's the Missouri Meerschaum Mini. The Mini Me. It's the it's the Missouri Meerschaum Miniature. Yeah, and 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 we sell them like crazy. You know, it's a it's a this really is the really, keychain. It, it it's the keychain pipe. It's the it's the pipe that uh you know you might use in a uh I don't I don't know a, a very small snowman or something. But uh, yeah, 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 it's, yeah it's, like it's, an ornament. An ornament, right? An ornament. It's a it's a tiny pipe. Uh, nice Missouri Meerschaum. What they did is they uh, just obviously uh, made a really small uh you know, corncob pipe, they've got one that's got a varnished finish and then one that has a natural finish. So, uh, you've got the, uh, you know, kind of amber stem and then the, the smooth black stem, 
but just a real real sharp little pipe. The bowl is big enough for a pipe tamp, which is which is great. Uh, fully functional pipe. A lot of folks, uh, you know, they'll come in the shop and they'll be like, can ask. you actually smoke that? Yeah. And, uh, man, it's a fully functional uh, corn cob pipe and uh, does not have a filter. Uh, they retail anywhere from $3 to $5, just depending on where you're at. But um, just a great little pipe. We sell just absolutely a ton of them. And uh, they're, they're fun to have in your rotation. All right, level with me. Trying to fit some of that Sam Gay with into that bowl. Come on. Yeah, you'd have you'd have to get real creative. <laughs> <laughs> I want to yeah, try put, putting twist tobacco in that bowl would be uh yeah it'd be difficult. What are these bad boys? What do they retail for? Uh, between three and five dollars. I uh, mean, you got yeah. you could get a couple of these. You could you could. People get them all the time. They'll get them as gag gifts and stuff like that. A lot of times at uh, Halloween, folks will come in and get them as their uh, accessory to a Popeye costume or something like well, that. Popeye but, had a bigger pipe. Than um, well, he did. He did. But um, I guess the kids Popeye. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, if you want to be a kid, right, you know, right. which we encourage. Um, to but, be a uh, kid? To be a kid. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, we uh, we love these uh, mini pipes from Missouri Meerschaum, uh, just a quality you'd expect, even in a pipe that small. And uh, and actually, those pipes right there only weigh between 11 and 15 grams each, which I is just, just amazing. So, absolutely um, tiny pipes from an absolutely wonderful quality company, that's Missouri it. Meerschaum. Be sure to check them out. Thank you for supporting them as they support this show. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low, net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Pipe Question of the Week. All right, man. Pipe question of the week this week comes in from, uh, this is from uh, Simon Bailey. Simon Bailey. Yeah, right. good friend. Oh, yeah, yeah. Great, great friend of the show. Uh, local, local listener here. He uh, actually has got a situation where he's got a Dunhill pipe. Yeah. Uh, that it was, if I'm not mistaken, it was an estate pipe. Okay. Uh, it's broken. Okay. And he's trying to figure out what he needs to do. Now, as, as I understand it, it's broken at the, the shaft where the shaft and the shank meet. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Like there's a crack there. He's trying to figure out what's his next step. Is there some place that you actually send it off? Yeah. You know, he's done some some pro- provisional research and, you know, it's kind of hard to figure out where the correct path for Dunhill repair is sure. uh, from what he's found thus far. And so his question is, what does he do? What's his next step when he's got a, a broken Dunhill pipe? Yeah. Well, I, you know, along Dunhill's along with basically any other pipe, you, you know, you, you, there are ways to go through a, you know, certified Dunhill dealer to try to get it, uh, you know, taken care of. If this is a newer pipe, which it doesn't sound like it is, uh, you'll want to talk to the, the dealer you got it through. Um, the Squire is actually not a Dunhill dealer. Uh, we, we, you know, don't carry Dunhills currently. Uh, but, you know, there are Dunhill dealers around the country, uh, several good ones uh, throughout uh, both the southeast and midwest and out west and everywhere else. So um, so if you did buy a pipe directly from one of them, you'll want to check with them on that for sure. If this is what most people would think of, an estate pipe, maybe you got it uh, secondhand or, you know, through a, you know, you know, pawn shop somewhere or something like that. Um you know, your best bet, to be honest, is going to go, you know, is is going to uh, be to go to a just a well-established pipe repair person. And, and these are folks that, uh, you know, of course, we've got several that the uh, that our show is very fond of uh, mm-hmm. folks like Reborn Pipes up in uh, Vancouver. 
uh, at the Squire, a lot of times we recommend uh, Norwood Pipe Repair in uh, in uh, just outside of Nashville, Tennessee. We use them a lot and have seen them work miracles. Uh, Tim West, Tim West does pipe repair oh, really? as well, and uh, and it is also a supplier of pipe uh, making, um, you know, tools and and um, materials and things like that. But um, any of those folks will be able to to take a look at it. I'm not really sure if the you know if the pipe has a crack on the shank. Um, you know, then it might require a band of some sort, um, or it might, or it, you know, do you know if it's the, is it the tenon that is broken or is it, is it this part, the shank part right you here? No, I don't know. I'm just not, sure. I'm not yeah. sure. So if we knew a little more about it, we might be able to point him in a direction, but, but any reputable, uh, pipe, uh, repair person would be able to take a good look at this and, um, and, and assess it pretty quickly. Um, there are even some folks that will, um, you know, although you may not be able to get a, you know, actual Dunhill stem for this pipe anymore, uh, there are a lot of folks out there that replicate these stems uh, from historic pipes. Um, so you might look into that. I've actually seen uh, folks out there that have uh, gotten this down really good replicating the old Sheraton double comfort stem, which I think is really cool. Mm. Uh, so if you've got an old Sheraton and you want the original uh, style stem on there, you can actually get that get that done, which is kind of neat. But um, but any reputable pipe uh, repair person will be able to, to help you with that, Simon. <laughs> great pipe question. Uh, great pipe question, Simon. Really appreciate that. Hey, if you've got a pipe question of the week, send it in. CSR at Pottestery.com. Quick fire with the squire. Quick fire question! All right, man. We got some great quick fire questions in uh, coming in from Steve at DYH85 on yeah. thispipelife.com. More info on thispipelife.com here in a minute. But yep. first, let's jump into it. Paper or plastic? Uh, plastic. I, uh, I I can use it later to pick up Penny's uh, waist in. Right, right. You know, it's, <laughs> that you know that question means different things depending on the Penny context. Is my dog, not a you know, no, 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 not another fine. female in my life. But it's yeah, fine. Uh, yeah. But it, but you know, yeah. I mean, you can use paper, plastic bags are versatile. They're, they're versatile. You know. Did you? Never mind. <laughs> right. I'm just saying, you know, if you have an animal and you, you know you go on a walk, you yeah, can, you gotta you gotta you use a plastic bag to pick up the. Uh, the old uh, the big job. You got to handle the business. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, it's interesting because like <laughs> that, that may mean bags. It may mean, um, but it also might mean uh, currency, paper, plastic in terms of, uh, you know, paper cash or oh, currency. Oh yeah. And no, I didn't think about plastic that. Plastic check. Yeah. Uh, or or um, uh, swipey card, whatever you call it. Uh, yes. Um, I think I'll go kind of like, all right. So if we're talking bags, I actually do kind of like paper bags. Yeah. Uh, I know that's very wasteful. Is it wasteful? No, I think it's probably less wasteful right isn't but, it? because but the way you can recycle you, use it, you can you, recycle it and technically you are recycling it by uh put it you know i'm <laughs> using it, it as a yeah. fecal storage device right. system of, uh our a transportation there's a word i never thought we'd <laughs> utter on uh country squire radio <laughs> there's, there's um, much worse words ah the old fecal storage device yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh but yeah no i i think uh i think i probably prefer paper overall unless i mean yeah. grocery carrying i do like plastic but just there's something classic about uh, a nice paper bag yeah uh, and, and the way it wraps around a 40. Very good. Ruffles or way, uh, wave lays? Wavy lays. Wavy lays. Uh, wavy lays. I like wavy lays better. I like, I like lays chips better. 
I don't like, know. Ruffles have their place. They go really good with like French onion dip or something. Yeah. But I, I'm a I'm a Lay's guy. You know, uh, in in confidence, my wife confessed to me that growing up, she uh, loved the Ruffles with the French onion dip. Yeah, like that was like a big thing in their family. That was a thing for them. It was like a special thing. They always did it like on Sundays. I think they yeah. always got that and everything. Which is funny because my wife is like a crazy health nut. Yeah, and so this would I was be about very... to say Ruffles with uh, dip doesn't really sound like uh, Mrs. Bo York. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's uh, <laughs> um, but she she made me swear never to tell anybody. So don't tell anybody. Yeah, we're yeah. This is it's just us, right? Just yeah, yeah, just yeah. you and me and exactly, some friends, right? exactly, and the entire internet. Right. Uh, so wait, yeah. But between the two, I guess I'll go with Lay's. Um, you know, Lay's with like a like a like a sandwich, like a roast beef sandwich. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. It's a like, more classic chip to pair with a with yeah a, with a meal, like a hoagie type setup. Yeah. That, that's that's good stuff. Yep. Coke or Pepsi? Coke. All right. I was having this conversation with Briar earlier today. Uh, who cares? I mean, don't get me wrong. I know we're supposed to, obviously, this is, we got to choose. Yeah. It's part of the whole deal. But, yeah. like, you know, you go to the restaurant, and here down in the South, when they ask if you want a, a beverage. They ask if you want a, what kind of Coke do you want? Yeah, well, yeah. Or, you want or, a Coke? Or what do you want? I want a Coke. You know, like. Okay, well, do you want a Sprite or a Pepsi or, yeah, yeah, I'll take, you know. It's the way that we refer to, to soft, soft drinks, drinks and, and, and right. it's just kind of this universal Everything's deal. a Coke. Right. They always specify, most restaurants, even here, uh, I'll have a Coke. We've got Pepsi. Is that okay? Right. Yes, of course it's okay. Like, it's the exact, like, really, is there that big of a difference? Now, if I was going to be a snob about soft drinks, beverages in this this variety. Right. RC Cola. Man, have you had an RC Cola? Now, RC Colas are good. I, You know, th- they are. That that's. I think that's a Southern thing, though, as well. Really? Yeah. The, the people don't know about RC Cola? I think RC Cola is a Southern thing. I could uh, be right. It's kind of like Bark's Root Beer. You know, you just don't find it everywhere. I hope we find out about now, that. Now, I'll, I'll be honest. I'm going to have to vehemently disagree with you on, <gasps> on this. Really? I, I'm a Coke product person. Really? So it makes a big difference to me. Okay. And, and, and okay. not just that, but I'm a Diet Coke person. And so, like, I, I actually, I'm the guy that will order a Diet Coke with a cheeseburger, not for <laughs> any type of, not right. for any type of, like, you know, save the calorie kind of thing. I literally prefer the way Diet Coke tastes. Ugh. Like, I literally prefer it. Like, when I, when I drink a Coke, I, I feel like I'm drinking, like, like a like a like a malt shake or something. It's just so thick and, and sugary. Oh, so but wonderful. but a diet coke, it just has a crispness and it goes down a little smoother. So I'm a diet coke person. If you have diet Pepsi and I'm at your restaurant, yeah, yeah, I'll take water. I just want water. Interesting. Yeah. I, so it's very important. To See, me. this is part like of the- I, like I I'm 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 the kind of guy that goes in. I say, do you have Coke products? That's I, I'm that guy. You know you know what you are. I'll tell you exactly what you are. You you have been given this amazing gift of the John David palate. You can taste flavors that the average human being can't like that is your superpower, but it comes with a curse, which is once you kind of identify this little fringe thing about, for example, soda, everything you else must have that one soda. <laughs> I don't know. I'm curious to see what our listeners like. I are there more people like that? that way? Yeah, right. I think there are a lot of folks that, you know, if, if the if the question is, uh, is, is Coke or Pepsi, they're going to have uh, they're going to have pretty. um all right, fair enough. Sorry, so you said pretty strong opinions. I am going to force RC Cola in there and choose RC Cola. Good, okay. Uh, and then finally, shrimp fried or steamed? Uh, I'd go with steamed or maybe boiled. Yeah, one of those two. Yeah, I love I love like boiled or steamed shrimp. Yeah, typically steamed shrimp is what you get in like a shrimp cocktail. I think so. Yeah, yeah. Um, I feel like I could taste the shrimp more, and the I mean, I, fried shrimp definitely has its place, right? Uh, I mean, if you're having like a like a like a po' boy, yeah, like a po' boy, yeah, 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 that would right. be the that would be the place. Um, but almost nine times, I mean, typically, 
I'm more of like a grilled shrimp. But again, that wasn't one of the choices here. So I'm going to force it to... No, I'm breaking all the rules tonight. I'll go with you. Steamed shrimp sounds good. There you go. All right. There you go. Quick fire questions. Again, those came in uh, from Steve DYH85 over at thispipelife.com. Thispipelife.com, an awesome online community. Uh, if you have not logged in yet, you need to check this out. Thispipelife.com. It's a very uh, simplistic process. You you go on, you give your name, and you set up an account. You know how to set up accounts online. It's, it's the same basic process, but you have the ability to put in a code when you do, and that is CSR. We encourage you to do it. Once you get in, you've got the forums, a great community where people are talking about things that are going on in the pipe world. And as we get further and further into kind of this new era of uh, the pipe and, and cigar kind of world that we're in with uh, with new new rules and regulations, it's important to stay informed and and really important to be part of community. So uh, got to check them out, thispipelife.com. Again, use the code CSR when you sign up. Your thoughts, your comments, listener feedback. All right, listener feedback. All right, some good stuff here. We do have some good stuff, but before we get into the good stuff we have in the show notes, I need to address something. Okay. And I want to do this at the top of it near the quick fire questions because I got some flack. You look a little you look a little dis- dis- disturbed. No, what, no, no. What, what's up? I'm not disturbed. I'm not disturbed. I just I want to address some flack that perhaps I rightfully got, although it was a bit of a miscommunication, I think. Uh, last week I was well, on the quick fire question about rice versus potatoes, right? Okay. Yeah. I, I said, you know, potatoes, like, and my argument and the, what, what I was trying to communicate is when these two are an option, Okay. why on earth would you choose rice? And I was trying to communicate rice has its place, right? You put it in a burrito, you wrap it around some sushi. I kind of ended it there. Yeah. But you know, my, my Cajun brethren. Uh, we're holding me accountable. Like, oh, well, did you get excommunicated? Like, what do, what are you talking about? What about red beans and rice? Right. What about jambalaya. gumbo? What about jambalaya? Like, right. like rice is is. I mean, it's core to right. K, almost every single Cajun recipe. How dare you choose uh, potatoes. potatoes? Right. And so again, I want to clarify. Yes, if rice is the dish, if, if it's rice, a dish, that, if it's a standalone thing, yeah, you got to have that. But what I'm saying is, I'm I'm when it's a one to one comparison is in terms of a side dish. Right. You got to go with potatoes. But anyway, I just wanted to set the record straight there because I feel like, uh, like I said, my Cajun brethren, uh, they were, they were wanting to revoke. They were calling up the international gumbo festival and saying, you need to take his 2014 trophy <laughs> away from him. They were coming for me, man. That's fantastic. So I got to clear that up. Yeah, that's, that's good. You don't want any uh, any uh, Creole folks uh, angry at you. That's right. That could end badly. That's right. Yeah. Uh, we got uh, a comment in uh, talking about last week's episode where they said, interesting that you guys bring up the uh, the Cobb cigar uh, and not uh, mention uh, Chris Morgan, uh, the pipe artisan behind the design. Yeah. Uh, it yep. is like his Briar cigar, that, uh, but just made for a corn cob pipe. And they also kind of included a link to that as well. Yeah, that's right. Uh, go to morganpipes.com and uh, on his store there, you can see his uh, his Cobb cigar. Yeah, the so. Cobb cigar. Yep. Yep. By the way, that came in from uh, Level 18 Leather Belt. And uh, shout out to uh, Le- uh, Leather Belt out there because uh, the the avatar, his or her avatar, is actually the Horde symbol from uh, World of Warcraft. So, uh, you know, I'd say for the Horde, but I'm for the Alliance. So there you go. This means nothing to me. Shout out to our gamers out there. Yeah. Yeah, go uh, for the next one. Yeah. We got. Uh, this one comes from Josh Gandy. He says, you guys are awesome. I'm in North Dakota working for the next few weeks. Uh, but as soon as I get back in the state of Mississippi, I'm coming to get some more tobacco. Got to try that Indian outlaw. So, mm. uh, Josh, thanks so much for, for writing in. We uh, we look forward to seeing you, brother. It's awesome, man. And then finally, we also have got one from iTunes. This is a review that came in uh, from Griffin Farm. Says, finally 
leaving a review. <laughs> says, okay, so I have listened to CSR for almost two years now, and it has literally become a weekly ritual for me. These two guys are as down to earth and honest as they come, and listening to them has been a great part of my week. They are funny, informative, genuine. I was just as uh, I was just a very casual pipe smoker, but, but after finding CSR, have plunged into the hobby with reckless abandon. Also, the Country Squire has the best hand blended tobacco that I have ever tried. Everyone should order some. Thank you guys for the great tobacco, entertainment, and community. Keep up the great work. Oh, I'm blushing. <laughs> Man, that's great, dude. Thank you so much, Griffin Farm. We we appreciate. It. Man, listening to us for two years. That's uh, that's that's pretty that's pretty strong there, yeah, brother. We we really do appreciate that. It's been, it's been some time, so we we appreciate you being part of it. Yeah, we've also got some uh, some twi- tweets coming in tonight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We do. We'll see. Uh, RC Cola and Peanuts, or something that used to be big around these parts in Kentucky, says uh, Jesse Evans seventy seven on Twitter. Is Kentucky considered um, the South. Oh yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Well, I mean, they, they're in the SEC. That's kind of how I judge it. But um, <laughs> okay, right, I don't right. know if they're in the sweet. Well, if they're not in the SEC, do they even really exist? I, 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 no, I know, right? I, I, I don't know if they're in the sweet tea belt, but they're definitely in the South. At least I consider them in the South. Fair enough. Um, I, I, we've got Portland Paul saying, RC Cola is in every bar in Portland on tap, uh, which I which I really like. Oh, dang. Yeah, that, that's saying something. Of course, that's Portland. You got to think about how cool Portland is. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Although, look at, uh, look at what uh, Pappy Badger's saying. Says RC Cola number one from Chicago. Yeah, yeah. So I think I think RC Cola's got. I guess it's it's further reach cred, than you may. Realize. It's got cred around. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I think so. For some reason, I just thought that was kind of a southernism. Thing. No, man, we're bringing it back. Um, we got uh, Russ <laughs> Hicks. He says, "Who cares? I do Coca Cola." <laughs> So, um, yeah, it really, really important on that. Um, right. I, I told you it's, it's, a it's a big thing for some of us. Uh, shout out to Robert, uh, Grissom who actually tweeted in a picture of him smoking his little tiny pipe. And, uh, it's, uh, it's an awesome picture. We retweeted that out on yeah. uh, twitter.com slash squire radio. You got to check that out. Our at friend, our friend at Varge is, uh, saying my first pipe was a small featherweight bulldog. A uh, great smoker to this day can pick up some more subtle flavors with a smaller pipe. And that's something I really didn't think about, you know, the ability to, um, you know, maybe uh, try to figure out some of the uh, complexities of the flavor with the pipe like that. I've never really uh, given that a shot, but uh, something I'll have to think about next time I'm smoking a, a tiny pipe. Yeah. Sounds good, man. Yep. All right. Well, great listener feedback. We greatly appreciate all of those live tweets from you guys tuning into the live show. We also appreciate the emails, Facebook messages, YouTube messages, tweets that come in throughout the week, and uh, especially those iTunes reviews. If you have not done so already, head over to iTunes, write us a review. It's absolutely free to do. Doesn't take but like you know a couple seconds. Not you know not you don't you don't have to be this uh, this amazing poet, uh, but maybe you are and you didn't know it. That's what they tell me sometimes. Gosh, it's just so terrible. <laughs> <laughs> well, one way or the other. Uh, iTunes, uh, head over there, write us a review. But uh, but also be sure to subscribe to the, th- the show through Satchel. You know, I mentioned that we're uh, kind of working through some uh, technical difficulties, which comes, by the way, with it some unique costs and as they, they kind of come through it. So one of the great things that you could do is help support the show uh, through Satchel. We've got a great donate button that you just click, send a few dollars, help make the show happen. You can download Satchel on iPhone and Android. Uh, we also want to encourage you to keep up with us throughout the week. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter. I'm at the real Bo York. I'm at John David Cole, or you can get us at the shop at at underscore Country Squire. Of course, uh, all of that information and more can be found at CountrySquireRadio.com. Well, man, dude, I kind of want to 
take one of these small pipes home with me. Judge me by my size, do you? Know, you? I, <laughs> mm. I, you know, I, if judging by the sizes, I mean, we, you know, we judged it by time of, you know, ability to keep it lit. And well, Caleb kept his lit for an hour last. This year. is a Yoda Pretty pipe. Amazing. You know, I'm, I'm picking up. By the way, for the the podcast, I'm picking up that little the mini the, the Mirsham. Missouri Mirsham mini. Yeah, that is a Yoda pipe right there. I could see that. Yeah, you know I mean, what? Probably like that. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. This is giving me ideas. This is giving me ideas. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say about that. That's giving me that ideas. sounds dangerous and terrifying. <laughs> well, hey, man, let's go have a week. See you, brother. Listening to Country Squire Radio, a member of the Pottery Network. For more information on this and other shows, please visit pottery.com. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the Fileo Fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun? Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.